soldier. You got me. Turn my mic up louder, I got to say something. Lightweight, step it aside when we come in. Feel it in your chest, the syllables get pumping. People on the street to panic and start running. Words on loose leaf sheet, complete coming. I jump on my mind, I summon the rhyme, I'm dumping. Healing the blind, I promise to let the sun in. Sick of the dark ways, we march to the drumming. Jump when they tell us that they want to see jumping. Fuck that, I want to see some fist pumping. Risk something, take back what's yours. Say something that you know they might attack you for. Cause I'm sick of being treated. Like I had before, like the stupid standing for what I'm standing for. Like this war is really just a different brand of war. Like it doesn't cater to rich and a fan of war. Like they understand you in the back of the jet when you can't put gas in your tank. These fuckers are laughing the way to the bank and cashing a check. Asking you to have compassion and have some respect for a leader so nervous in an obvious way. Stuttering and mumbling for night news to replay and the rest of the world watching at the end of the day. In the living room laughing like never a shot of a soldier. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Shipwreck Show. My name is Shipwreck and I'm your host. And thank you for waiting. Chicano Patriot is having some issues. Thank you for waiting. <laughs> he's having some issues, but we made it. And now he's got a light that's beaming him up to heaven. It looks so mm -hmm. great. I love it. My white, my white shirt, my long hair. <laughs> you should have put the brick background back on it. <laughs> like, streaming to us from the pen. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, that was foreshadowing, right? It's horrible. That was, yeah, that <laughs> well, yeah, we're not we're not gonna talk. Well, we are gonna talk about that a little we bit tonight because I do. Are. I want to check in with how you're doing. Um, but really quick, you know, and I'm just gonna put that like for the last couple days, I've been having problems getting my words out, and I don't know what the deal is. So just kind of, you know, roll with it. It's fine. Everything is fine. Nothing is we'll on do. fire. Good. We'll do. Purple Princess, you guys, welcome to the live. Scott Meyer is here, and Sonia, my beautiful Sonia, welcome to the live. Sunny D, welcome to the live. It's good to see you. And we had Alex was in here and Mopar and Elizabeth Brittle Bottom. Alex, I saw you were the, one of the first ones in here. And Debbie, I saw you in here. And Sunny D, you guys, welcome to the live. Lisa, hello. Sonia. Welcome to the live. And it is Wednesday. And a very happy Wednesday to all of you. I can never remember what day it is. But it's Wednesday. Uh, um, JD, yeah. you, you're good. We're good. How are I'm you? How are I'm you? good. I'm, I'm good. I'm doing very well. Uh, very humbled even though everything's okay. still crazy, but good. Good nonetheless. Well, and that's what we're going to talk about. We have some new people here too. So we might just have to backtrack a little bit and have you share just a quick synopsis of your story. Perfect. But before we do that, I have a video that I, and I've been watching this and we talked a little bit about this backstage. So the project Veritas thing is coming out against Twitter. And the whole thing is just very dramatic. It's just very, and like, I don't even work for Twitter and I feel like I'm in this uncomfortable board meeting where like all these people are being exposed for like taking mm -hmm. money. Um, but a video just came out and the guy, so they, they confronted this. Well, let me pull up here. So it all started that uh, uh, a Twitter executive calling Elon Musk mentally handicapped special and saying that he had Asperger's. Uh, mm -hmm. This was said by a, let's see, a Twitter executive named Alex Martinez. And they have him on camera and they're putting it all out there. And then they tried to confront him about it today or last night. And he literally ran away. And I have the video. I want to. He watch ran away too. I've... So that's like the third person that's ran away, literally. Like, li like sprinted down the street, like mm -hmm. running away from from James O'Keefe. And I laughed for about fifteen minutes. And so I felt like I needed to share the wealth, um, and so everybody could laugh with us. Uh, is this it? This is not it. Is this this is the one that I need? 
Hold on, give me one second. I'm getting better at this. I, you think we've been at this a year now, and you would think I'd be a pro, but I'm not quite there. Uh, it looks good. Thank you. I it looks I great. Can. Your background, your intro. Yeah, love it. The intro is popping, and and yeah, but it's killing it. You're killing it. We're we're crushing it. All right, here it is. <laughs> this is just it. Just I laugh. So I thought we could all use a laugh. <laughs> Out for a jog on the streets of New York with Twitter brass. Hi, Alex. Hi. I'm James O'Keefe with Project Veritas. Oh my God. You are on hidden camera okay. talking about Elon Musk. <laughs> Why is it funny? Well, no, I'm just like, you're you're literally just trying to like capture me in the middle of my own dinner. Yes. Uh -huh. Quote, your special needs, your literally special needs. I don't even take what you're saying seriously because you're that's special not needs. That's not, that's not true. It's like, I'm a your special needs. You're literally special needs. Asked by people so that are coming on camera. We're, we're journalists, and I know that you don't believe in the First well, Amendment. Like, I'm going to just finish my dinner. So Your dinner's over there. I love Elon Musk. Love Elon Musk. If you look through the glass, he's sitting over there avoiding us. So this is you on video. Excuse me? Excuse me? Why are you cursing at me? Why are you cursing at me? Oh, there he is. Oh, there he is. Hi, I want to take a jog. Why are you running? You're literally disclosing an email. <laughs> it says right here's the email. I can team groups like Project Veritas are active right now, right? Excuse me, sir. What what, what is Elon Musk going to do when he sees this? I don't know. I'm on the street, <laughs> city. How do you run in here? Maybe he's going to go on stage. You tell me. Stand up. You can do that. Yeah. <laughs> that would be good if you go on stage. I'm about to go on stage with a videotape of this Twitter executive and confront him. Here we go. Uh -huh. Oh, there he is. He, he's turned around. There you are mocking the special needs. I don't, I don't, well, you have already talked to us, sir. You've, you are mocking Elon Musk's Asperger's condition. What is Twitter's ideology? The Twitter executive is walking into traffic. He's going back and forth, zigzagging like he's gotten to a cab. That was crazy. That was great. <laughs> James O'Keefe is like like a walking, talking version of what an online troll would be. It's just it's this constant, like, he's amazing. The whole thing, I just laughed and laughed because the guy just sprinted. He's just like, wow, that's crazy. You want to know something really cool? Yes, I do. Please. I almost I almost got a job working for James O'Keefe, but I got arrested <gasps> on the <20th. laughs> Did you tell him why you got arrested, though? I feel like you would be, like, the perfect candidate for something like Project Veritas. I was. I actually was. I, I told him what was going on. Actually, my interview, my, my they, they, it was like a three-step process. They had all these questions, mm -hmm. and then, like, the last one is send us a, a, a video explaining why you'd be a great asset for this team and explaining, you know, things you do. So I explained what happened to January 6th, and they're trying to use that interview that I sent to Project Veritas to uh, they're trying to use that against me in court for that one. Oh, <laughs> trying to say that I was like causing trouble and, you know, this is me admitting that I was fighting the cops or some stupid crap like that. I'm like, come on. Man. So take us, take us back. Like I said, I've got, I've got some new people in here. Like Cindy, she's, you know, and some of my people have been here a long time, but 
Give us a quick. So what happened? You went to J. You went to J six, and I think we all, you know, and I watched some of your footage. We were on like all these socials together. You mm-hmm. went to January sixth, and you went there to do what? To document. Just to just to document. The document. Actually, I was there the day prior, <laughs> documenting a couple people. Um, okay. Just not throwing out their names, just because I don't feel like throwing them That's under the bus, obviously. But uh, I was there documenting the stuff that they were doing, uh, going into the different rallies that we were having on the fifth. To include the little, I guess you could call it a protest that happened that night that was supposed to be like full-blown Antifa, BLM, and MAGA supporters. And it ended up being like 90% MAGA and a bunch of cops and like six (laughs) Antifa. Well, six BLM, BLM, but not one black person, right? Right. So, you know, so the next day was more filming, having more fun, uh, shooting some clips with the video. Uh, or they were making a music video. So I was helping shoot some of those clips and just kind of adding stuff to my blog and doing some lives. And then January 6th happened, you know, the Capitol happened and uh, I decided to go to the Capitol. I decided to record and document everything that I could document. Uh, you can hear me on camera saying that I'm here to document. I need you guys to see what I'm seeing. This is what I'm here for. I want you guys to know what's mm-hmm. going on in the world. Went in the Capitol, came out of the Capitol. And uh, on January 20th, had the FBI coming in, arrested me, and here we are today. Took all your, they took all your stuff too, didn't they? They were like, "Give took me every, your took stuff. everything." They took everything. Did they ever they, get? They, did you ever not, get your stuff back? No, we've we've actually. Um, I have a lawyer who's actually suing the FBI and the Department of Justice here in uh, Florida, and we've tried okay. to get my stuff back. Uh, basically, them violating my constitutional rights in my state. Because, you know, each state has their own constitutional rights as well, right? State constitution. Um, so we're going again with that. We've tried twice. They've denied it. It is what it is at this point. Either I'm going to get it back or I don't. It, it's whatever. I'm, I've moved forward with doing what I can with what equipment I got. And, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm doing fine now. It took over a year to get yeah. back to where I'm at. But uh, it was one hell of a ride last year, I can tell you. You know. Yeah, I, I can. Mean, re- I can. Well, as I say, I can remember we brought you on. I want to say shortly after it happened, shortly after you got mm-hmm. out <laughs> to kind yeah. of talk about everything that was going on. And you really couldn't speak on a whole lot because you were still in um, court filings and things like that. Yeah. And we've tried to check in with you, you know, every every couple months or so just to kind of see how things are going. And I know today was kind of a big day for you. But take it. So how you had so you had to go to court. So you you, you were arrested. Been, you were put yeah. in a holding cell. You're mm-hmm. then you were out on bail is my understanding. No bail. I was let go. No bail. They I was just, I was. So I'm on, uh, I'm on pre-trial. I'm on, yeah, I'm on pre-trial right now. So it's basically probation without calling it probation. So that if they decide to give me probation, I can't use this pre-trial time as time served. Right. Right. That's how the system works. Do you you answer to a probation officer or anything like that? Mm -hmm. It's, it's probation. They just call it something different. So that it doesn't help you with your time. So you've been, and then you've been to court, excuse me, you've been to court since then. So kind of At walk least. us through what has all happened in obviously this is the last, you know, the last few months. Well, let me explain this. All these sure. all these um all these status hearings that I've been having, I've probably had seven now. Mm-hmm. It's not for me. It's for the lawyers and the judge. So anybody, if you ever go through this, understand that a status hearing means nothing for you. You're gonna probably say yes or no to something, but a majority of it is for the judges and the lawyers to make sure that they have what they need and whether it's going to be a plea deal, all that crazy jazz. Right. So obviously um, at one status hearing, they, they told me, they sent me paperwork saying they were going to offer me a plea and it's going to be the lowest plea. And 
you know, but they want me to say I'm guilty of something that I don't believe I'm guilty of. I said, no, I'm not okay. going to do it. And because of that, you know, I've had a lot of stuff going on as far as getting ready for jury trial. Well, uh, last month I decided that I'm not going to do a jury trial and I opted out for a bench trial. So that means now uh, my hands are not going to be, or my life is not going to be in the hands of my peers. Right. Cause we know DC is definitely not my peers. No. Um, so I put my, I'm putting, you know, everything in the hands of the judge, hoping that she upholds, you know, her, her job, her duty and upholds the constitution and sees that the only thing I was there doing was documenting the events. I mean, I see, I, I know what the prosecution has on me and I can tell you right now, like more than 90% of it is my footage of me documenting and being a journalist and explaining what's going on around me. You know, right. I'm not, I'm not chanting. I'm not, uh, telling somebody hold the line. I'm not saying, you know, hit this person. I'm not pushing, I'm not touching. I'm not doing anything. Literally I'm giving anybody who watched my lives or saw my videos sees that I'm just, I'm giving you a tour of what's going on as it's happening. So June 14th right now is the official, my official trial date. So, okay. um, we're only, you know, a few weeks away till, uh, that's going to happen. And I'm sure when I'm sure the week prior to, I'm really surprised that I'm not um, getting a lot of like press and stuff happening because of the fact that I'm going to a bench trial and it's only in a couple of weeks. So right. probably because the week the press, out. The press was all over you in the beginning, weren't they? Oh, nice. Like big time. Yeah. Big time. You were everywhere. Well, <laughs> you were yeah. like, I saw you around like here in some of like, you know, mm -hmm. our localish newspapers, which is crazy. Like, well, yeah. I was the first person arrested in Florida for this. So, uh -huh. you know, but you know, it went away a lot faster because of the color of my skin, unfortunately, if I was a white guy, if I was a white guy, I'd have been all over. I'd have been, it'd have been national. Right. Mm -hmm. um, I just didn't fit. I just didn't fit the narrative of, of the, white supremacist, you know, white nationalists going to the Capitol kind of thing. So it is what it is, you know, I, you know, sometimes, you know, so much for that white privilege that I don't, I don't get to, to utilize, know. you know, it's unfortunate, um, but yeah, that's, that's where we're at. What are the, and if this has been asked a couple of times in the comments, so what are your, do you know kind of what exactly the charges are that they have for you? Yeah. Um, let me, let me, uh, I got to look. I, I always, I don't no, know exactly off the top of my head, but I know it's um, uh, rioting, picketing, demonstrating, and um, um, entering and remaining in a restricted building. And what are you looking at then if you they find you guilty? So if I were to get, if they were to do all four misdemeanors, they're all misdemeanors, all right, of them misdemeanors, yeah. right? Um, if I were to be guilty of all four, I would be, the most I would get, which is actually not bad, but the most I would get would be three years in jail. But then it's a hundred thousand, what hundred thousand. You wouldn't get 000. any, no time served or anything for this this probation mm -hmm. that you're on currently. Well, it's possible. It, 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 it would be possible that they would give me that five years probation though. So there's there's all sorts of different, you know. But from from today's conversation, the most the max penalty I would get for my things was because it was two of the counts are one year each max mm -hmm. and the other two counts are six months total max so that gives me three months three years max but mind you two of the counts that are a year max are also a hundred thousand dollar fine so if i were to get those two that's two hundred thousand dollars that i'm getting fined plus twenty five thousand for the six months so you know they're, they're going to do everything they can and then and then i got to pay money to go 
and and talk to somebody about my anger issues. Yeah. Oh yeah, because you gotta go. You're gonna have to go get like so, that court mandated therapy. It's, it's so stupid, right? But um, you know, I, I'm I'm going into this extreme positive. I okay. I I, uh, I don't feel like I'm gonna get you know the 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 shit into the stick. Um, okay. But then again, do you know who do you know who your judge is by any chance? Judge uh, Colleen Catelli. She actually hasn't tried anybody. I don't think she has any other J6s um, currently, but I could be wrong. She's an Obama, an Obama appointed judge. So. Yeah, of course she is. That's what yeah. we, see, I was just, I was going to look her up and kind of see, but just because she was appointed by Obama doesn't mean that she, right. you know what I'm saying? Like you may, I, that would yeah, be, especially in today's climate like that. Yeah. I'm that, glad you're I mean, optimistic. I think I would be a mess. To be honest, I, was, I, I mean, I was for there's a mm -hmm. lot, but you you know you know my faith, you know where I where mm -hmm. I sit there, and uh, I my my faith my faith keeps me very humble, you know my uh, I know. so it's the way this is the way I looked at it in, in this when when it all went down literally you you remember when I when I went to what was it I went to South Dakota on a missions trip do you remember that yeah you were going out to the Black Hills about the same time I was getting ready to yeah. go to Wyoming and then mm -hmm. and then that's when that's when my local news station like did a huge hit piece on me like literally told on themselves we we contacted the the fbi and department of defense to make sure that he wasn't you know violating his that's not journalism oh first God. off that's not journalism first off that's, no that's targeting that's targeting right from from a from a major local news station well when they did that they haven't messed with me since then because when they did that not only did they change their story uh, like online their entire story story completely changed and instead mm -hmm. of doing like a um, what's it called when they go through and say, Hey, we, we messed up here. We have to explain what's really going on. Um, you know, kind of an update on a redaction on redaction. Re yeah. They, they, usually they do didn't do that in the middle of the night. They changed the story. They added a couple paragraphs saying that they talked to me and my lawyer when they didn't. Um, mm -hmm. There's just so many things that they said that everybody that followed me, they called WAR and they sent, they like, I took a screenshot of the lady who did the story and who was at the airport trying to, you know, call me out took a screenshot of what she was saying about me and everybody on social media just went after her. Like they took everything and she blocked me and, you know, she obviously knew she was in the wrong. Right. Right. She blocked me and she literally, what was her name? I don't remember. I mean, that was, oh, okay. that was almost a year ago. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. she still, I do know she still works for him because I, I looked her up not too long I, on January 6th, the, the, the anniversary, I looked her up and, you know, she's still not doing much work. So have you th have you thought about like once this is all finished for you have you thought about uh maybe taking some of these folks to court I know, because this was I can remember back this was tough on you guys have you thought about if you if you get vindicated and and have you thought about going back to court maybe taking some of these local uh news no, places absolutely absolutely because you know yeah absolutely because these these places they need to be held accountable for what they did they to do. individuals like myself because not just mm -hmm. me they did they've done it to a lot of people and they they've continued to uh, these specific journalists have continued to pick a side. That's not mm -hmm. journalism. That's not, that's not news. Right. So um, if you're going to do something like that, you, you need to be held accountable. It's just, it's right. that simple. I would agree. And, and I would, especially if you come out of this completely mm -hmm. like I'd take, I'd take for everything that I'd have them pay for all of your fines and all of your, your lawyer, like yeah. everything. That's well, yeah. Yeah. You know, if, if I, if I come out of this, you know, scot-free, uh, I'm I'm already concerned of all the uh, 
the big wigs that are going to come and try to talk to me and act like they cared about me and all that. I'm, I'm going to try to, if I, if I do anything, I'll come on your show for sure. You already know that, but hey, um, yeah, you, you will. Know I mean? that's probably the first place I go, but um, there's going to, you know how it is. People are all of a sudden going to feel like I'm relevant. They're going to be like, so you're, I'm not going to talk to them because there's so many people um, who, and you know, this, there's people that I tried to be like, Hey, look, I need your help. This is what's going on. And they wouldn't, they wouldn't talk to me. They didn't they want to act like they didn't know me anymore. I mean, we're talking big people. Um, I'm going to make sure that people like you, like, and, and I'm praying that yeah. this goes well, because I want to help out individuals like you and other people that I've been on these shows that have allowed me to have a platform, allowed me to speak my truth and, um, you know, never turn their back on me and continue to go. Um, those are the people that I'm going to make sure that I'm talking to because, you know, at this point, you guys are obviously not in it for the clout. You guys, I, I know you're not. You've been doing this solid for since as long oh, as yeah. I was, and you've just yeah. We just kept going, and we just got picked up by Amazon today too. So your story would be like everywhere. So it'll be Happy on Spotify, times. Amazon, Google. Here it'll be on Rumble. That's awesome. We'll have you everywhere. People go oh. watch. Yeah, oh, people, go watch people. Go watch people. So let me. Hey, Scott, we talked about you. your. We talked about your faith a lot. Um, the, I think it was the last show that you were because you were you were getting ready for your trip. Has, was was your faith in all the good stuff that you do? Because you do a lot. I, I follow your wife too on, on social media and your kids. And you've got this whole, you were like the epitome of like a well-rounded, normal <laughs> family that goes to church and, and yeah. goes on these mission trips and does really good things for your community and your country. And have was any of that brought up in court in your defense? Like, listen. No, but... You know, but yeah. you remember, if, if you remember um, when this all happened, there's there's people inside my church who turned their backs on us. And they're the ones that actually contacted the FBI and, you know, said they're evil people and so on. So mind you, those people are no longer at my church and my church. Has they're not. Back. No, they're gone. They're What'd long they gone. They left. They left. They left. Good. When people feel convicted about something, right? They, you know, they, they tried to they tried to make everything that happened at our church about black and white. That's what they tried to do. And I was a big voice, obviously. I was a huge voice. So they're like, oh, he's racist and you guys are, you guys have his back. And they're like, no, we don't have anybody's back, but he's, he's in our church. He's one of the, you know, one of the good guys and we're going to take care of him. Mind you, we stepped away because there's just too much going on. We stepped away. The media was trying to blast my church, all sorts of stuff. So we stepped away for a while. Um, last year, my faith was hit hard. Like it was hard. Um, but it was because of that little mustard seed of faith that I had, uh, that kept us going. And, and we do, we do, we do, I do my best to be a good, well-rounded Christian. I do my very best. Um, our family does our best to do it as well too. Uh, I wasn't raised like that. Right. I, I found, I found Christ when I was what 2017, however old I was, I'm 38 now. So you guys do the math. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm bad at math. So I yeah. found him at a very old age, right? Yeah, I didn't believe in God. I didn't, uh, when I was in the Marine Corps, young Marine from 18 to 28, I was, I was uh, agnostic. So, you know, that's basically my little testimony there. So, you know, it's been good. And kind of going back when I went to that, when I, I went on a rabbit show, but when I went on that missions trip, I realized that it was more of a mission trip for me. I wasn't me for them. It was them. It was that trip for me because I was going through this situation, this process. And then I realized, you know, God has plans for me either way. And if I am convicted for whatever reason, I have to spend some time in prison or jail, whatever it may be, then I'm going to go speak the word there. That's, I, that's where God wants me at that moment. Then that's where God's going to use me. 
So as soon as I've realized that, <clears throat> when I realize, and, and anybody else is Christian understand this, mm-hmm. when you realize that you have a purpose, God will openly speak your purpose. And when it goes, you go with it. And it makes the process humbling, right? It, do you want to think about being in prison? No, but look, I'm, I'm going to leave. If I go, I'm going to leave the place knowing that I brought someone to Christ or at least gave them the knowledge of what the Bible's talking about. That's right. going to be what I'm going to do. That's going to be 100% what I plan on doing if I go. So that made, that made the process humbling for me because I just feel like I still, it, it's going to be a mission trip for me. I don't want it to be because I'll be yeah. away from the family, but it's still a mission trip, right? You go on mission trips, you're away from your family, you're preaching the gospel. Correct. This is going to be no that different. Is, no that is an amazing way to look at it. That is like my, like, I never even thought of it that way. I've been in jail a few times. I've never been to prison, but I've done long stints in jail for mm-hmm. stupid shit. And yeah, I mean, all, it's, we, we all have a past. It's, well, it's not, it's not bad. And you know, and everybody talks about prison. So I'm like, but really it was like camp. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, we all had bunks and stuff. I don't know what prison would be like, but that kind of attitude. And I think that would it's funny that you talk about your purpose. And then before you talked about the show, like, cause we did, we've had you on, we've had you on quite a few times, just kind of checking in with you, seeing how things were going. I, and every time I see something, I'm like, I wonder if he got his stuff back. <laughs> and I can I think about you often. And, and I'm like, I wonder if they, get, for some reason that sticks in my mind, but it's funny that you talk about, um, you know, this is your purpose because we've been talking a lot about purpose here. And I believe that the show is my purpose. And, and yeah, my purpose is to have this platform to bring people like you on and to bring people like, anybody anybody on that has a message that they want to shred we don't have a niche we don't and i won't kind of uh, box myself into one because mm-hmm. i do want to have conversations with lots of different people who believe in lots of different things and we you do and, and they're you great have, conversations yeah. and god is just like ship you keep going i'm just gonna keep giving you stuff like just and he has he's blessed well, us the last time we talked we, we talked about you be you know surpassing um, Joe Rogan, and that's still yeah. what I pray for. I'm like, hey, Ship's gonna get it regardless. But that's that, but that's what it is, right? Joe Rogan's the only person that's doing what you and him are doing, and that's mm-hmm. speaking to a multitude of people, mm-hmm. not just mm-hmm. not just one side of individuals, regardless mm-hmm. of their political views or where they stand with the LGBT community or whether they're atheist or Christian, right? Mm-hmm. Having those conversations are what makes us humans. What makes us move, right? Like. I can't stand like I love my Christian friends and I love it that I have my best friend is a pastor. And I when we go and do stuff, I I'm constantly mm-hmm. like, well, I know the Bible says this, but could you imagine? And he hates that because he's so biblically sound. He's like, there, right. there's no way it can be anything different. Right. But then then it tickles his, his fans and he's just like, it's kind of a good point, though. Right. Like there could be some more to it. But uh, it, it's I enjoy being able to do that for people because mm-hmm. I, I know what the Bible says. And I agree with the Bible, right? I'm 100%. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I want to be. Um, mm-hmm. But I still have this, like, what if, right? There's There could be what more. If, I think what if they time. changed the word, like, once, 200 years ago, and the whole mm-hmm. thing means something else? Like, right. that's kind of where well, we are at with the Bible. It's like, here's, a really, here's a really cool one. I don't stand yeah. behind it, but it's a really cool one that I, that I heard. So yeah. Jesus' name was Yeshua, right? Yes. Yeshua, yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously the translation changed over in time because, you know, mm-hmm. went from – Hebrew to Greek and Greek, you know, so on and so forth. And the reason why the change went from Yeshua to Jesus is because my son's over there crawling in the back Uh, from Yeshua to Jesus is because the way the translation was, they didn't have certain word or certain letters or nouns and they couldn't pronounce it. So it it eventually changed to Jesus in the English culture. But someone was saying, oh, man, I can't paraphrase it. I wish I could. He was talking about how the term don't take God's name in vain. 
right? Mm -hmm. Right. And if you look at what that means, it's basically to, you know, make something not as much as it is to, to not, to make something less than it is taking someone's name in vain. So when you think about that, when, when the Bible says not to take Jesus's name in vain, when you look at it and it says not to take Yeshua's name in vain, and we've changed it to Jesus, that kind of makes you feel like his original name is Yeshua. So when you say Yeshua out loud or you're in church and you say Yeshua, there's a power that, that you feel. There's the Holy Spirit that runs through you. There's a difference. When you say Jesus, it happens too. But what if the fact that we've taken the, his name in vain by changing it to Jesus instead mm-hmm. of his original name, Yeshua? Was taking it in vain. That's taking it in vain. That's technically the same thing as taking it in vain. That doesn't mean you're you're saying a bad word. You're, you're taken away from it, right? But at the same time, looking into that, right? And that's just something that those kind of things that I like to think about. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, at the end of it, at the end of it all, it doesn't matter what you call him, right? It's if you're calling onto him, regardless, right? right? There's people in the world right. that don't know his name, but they know God, they know of a higher power. So it ultimately right. turns into calling on to him, regardless of what you call him, however you call him, whether it's mm-hmm. Jesus, Jesus, Yeshua, Jehovah, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is, you're still calling on him. But it's really cool to know that there's these thought process behind things. And it, I mean, could it be that it's possible? Mm-hmm. We don't know. Does it, but it doesn't matter. Have... Like in the end, when you're ready to take your last breath, does it matter? No. no. What matters is that you, you, you had faith and you believed in him and you, 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 you lived the life that he would hope that you would want to, you know, you were mm-hmm. supposed to live. Like you lived your, you lived your life in a way that you hoped that he wanted for you and that's because that's kind of how we live too i don't believe in organized religion i don't like church i don't i get kicked out of my church i don't believe in organized (laughs) religion i question the bible an awful lot um but i've read it and i understand it and i can see how things that are happening around us can come off as being a biblical Um, Mm -hmm. i understand the wrath of god i understand all of that but at the end of the day it really comes down to in here and when i'm able to sit quietly or when i meditate and what's being told to me and what's coming from in here that's what I lead with, with yeah. when it comes to the God and Jesus Christ. And, um, and sometimes that doesn't always line up with the Bible sense of things or the biblical things. And, well, but I just yeah. trust it and, and hope for the best. That's all I got. You know what that's I'm all, saying? Because that's that's we have yeah. to remember, I mean, none of us are ever going to be Jesus. None of us no. are ever going to be nowhere near the perfection of Jesus. Right. Right. We're, we're, we're human. That doesn't mean that's an excuse to be a jerk or a bad person. No. Um, but the whole purpose of why he, you know, died on the cross was because he knew we as humans are flawed. Mm -hmm. It's the whole purpose. You know, we just got to ultimately our job as Christians is to know Christ and make him known. I I can't make you believe I can make you understand the Bible or know what Jesus has done, but your faith is dependent on your faith, not mine. Correct. And that's what people got. People got to remember that. Like it's, um, the organized religion thing, I don't care for much either in a sense of the big mega churches, but I do enjoy going to church because I like having a community. That's my That's purpose of church, it. right? I love going to church because I, I do videos for my church. My my ministry is through video. That's mm-hmm. I've come to realize that that's what my church and other churches need is is video for me that's how i get it out that's why i make my videos i'm slowly moving over from my major political stuff into the more christian world and trying to promote that and push that a little more you know um but i'll get there i'll eventually get there and um that's you know everything flows everything ebbs and flows right so we went Mm -hmm. from being the clapbacks and the all of that stuff. And we've kind of flowed into more of this political. And even, even now, like we went from the political to the spiritual and now we found like this good blend. And 
Uh, now we just talk about all of it. I don't even care. You want to come on here and say Joe Biden is the best? I'm not going to agree, but yeah, if you want to come on here and say it, that's fine. Um, sure. But no we one's going to believe is, you. Nobody's going to no not gonna one believe person, you. Not one person oh. is going to believe you at this point. I don't even care if you voted for him and maybe you still support him. You're not going to believe it because it's if you're whatever. out there filling your tank at $5 a gallon. Well, here's, I mean, when we look at politics, really, realistically, I mean, the people that that know, know, because we've done our research and we've dug into it. Right. And other yep. people are just there because it's the cool thing to do or they think it's got to get them some type of clout, whatever. Mm -hmm. But we also have to remember that there's people in the world that don't know anything about anything. I mean, I literally watched a video of a guy trying to teach a girl how to drive in his car mm -hmm. and she got in and she had no idea why there was three pedals in his car versus two because it was a stick shift. Because it's a stick shift. Yeah, yeah she you didn't, got clutch break in the gas. She didn't understand that. She's like, I, what kind of joke oh, is this? Why do you have three? There's people in the world that really I, don't know because they've never been subject to those kind of things. My oldest kid probably would have no idea now that I'm thinking about it. Like he's always had, and I grew up driving a stick, but if I were to put him in a car that was a stick shift, he would have no idea. He'd be like, what? What am what's I supposed to do? What's the third pedal for? I don't get it. <laughs> well, and this is why we, we try to lead. And again, this kind of came with our growth too over this last year. And we try to lead with compassion because what people don't know, they they don't know. And it's not their fault that they don't mm -hmm. know. I mean, you you should take the initiative and try to educate yourself on, on things that are going on. Uh, but you don't do that because you've been programmed not to do that because this mm -hmm. has all kind of been a one big mind game with the government for the last 75 years, you know, and... So I, I have a lot of compassion for the people who just they just like the 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 riots about Roe versus Wade. Mm -hmm. Like they obviously have no idea what's actually happening because the only thing Roe overturning Roe versus Wade does is give the power back to the, the state. state. Yeah, that's it. Right. And so if you and they're out there protesting, you know, the 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 judges, but it, it doesn't it doesn't matter. They should be protesting their state then at the end, because if their state's like, well, yeah, we're going to ban it. OK, well. Then go protest your your state local, mm -hmm. you know, your local officials. It's they have no idea. It's a good thing you're able to vote in your own state, you know. That's what it's yeah, right. It's the good thing where each state has its own constitutional thing. It's a good right. state. It's it's a good thing that each state is its own. Let me let me like ask its own entity. Since yeah. We're, since we're on that, let's. I want to ask sure. you a question. Please. You know, you, you know, I've pulled back a lot from the whole MAGA movement. Like I pulled back. I did. Yep. Um, and yep. you know, I've questioned a lot of stuff, and that's me. I question. I always question. Right. We I did the same I thing. Yeah, I don't go yep. for whatever is the coolest thing. I go for what I feel is right. And mm -hmm. for me, one of the biggest questions I have for people who are devout, you know, MAGA Trump supporters, right? How how is it you can believe that if Trump wins the twenty the twenty the, the next election, twenty twenty four election, mm -hmm. without fixing what happened to this last election, how do we know it's not rigged then? Right. Mm -hmm. There's so much talk about it being rigged. And I agree. You know, we just found out from Elon Musk that, you know, half of his Twitter following is or fake from um, Biden. Yeah, we know that kind of stuff happens. But uh -huh. if if there's no proof, if you can't bring the proof that there was or there wasn't, how do we fix that for the next cycle? Like, how do you not think, OK, what's really going on with my vote now? So I'm I'm there in that that road like i've actually pulled myself from uh voting conservative or republican i'm going independent just because i don't I, I align with conservatives more obviously but i don't like the republican party at all 
I I've, think that, and I've dealt with people in the Republican Party, you know, you know, Matt Gates and people like that that I've dealt with. Yeah. Why I've I know. turned, you know. Yep, I do. No, I, you, I you think do, Matt Gates, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I was never a huge fan of Matt Gates. I don't. Um, you know, I think people, if if people, if enough people did their research independently and researched all the candidates, um it would be much better. Like you could vote and, and not vote along party lines. I don't vote along party yeah. lines. I vote for policies, not people. I, I am a registered Republican. And if Trump were to run again in 2024, uh, as long as he had plans to treat the country as he did in, in his prior uh, administration, mm -hmm. uh, administrational time, um, probably the only hangup I would have would be the medical freedom portion of it because of yeah. the Johnson Johnson vaccine that he came out with that he's really hanging his hat on. And that's my biggest fight. That is my mm -hmm. biggest fight, 100%. Like that and the kids, the you know, when he did that, um, Trump did that. And so if you were to come back, if, but if you were to come out and start screaming about vaccines and mandates and, you know, and pushing these more on people, and I would have, I would have some questions. Absolutely. But at the end of the day, what I've really learned specifically in this last, you know, last few years is that if really, realistically, the federal government, other than like our gas, obviously, and, and sending a bunch of shit money over to Ukraine and all of that crap, the inflation, that's really important. So we need to vote thinking that way. But too many people vote thinking it's going to change what's happening in their house. And, and that doesn't happen. What changes what happens in your house is your local elections. And here is the problem I have is I have a lot of people with just like you. Um, and this is this. I made a video about this, uh, about 2000 mules. And it didn't go well. I got a lot of backlash from it. Mm -hmm. Um, because I, I that's yeah, I said 2000 mules is going to basically fuck the entire Republican party or conservative or party, uh, in the 2022 elections, because it's going to convince people that their vote doesn't count. So they're not going to go vote. And then you got on the other side of it, the Roe versus Wade, you got a bunch of, of toxic feminists and liberals who are all fired up and they don't know why, but the only thing they know to do is go vote. And then you've got the democratic party that's encouraging them to do so. So you got one base that's incredibly fired up to vote. You got the other base that doesn't believe that their vote doesn't count. And they're not going to vote again until 20, the 2020 election is fixed. So mm -hmm. we're just handing the 2022 election over to the Democrats at this point. That was and, my concern. And, 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 and it people, happened people just get the way upset. I thought it would. No, yeah, absolutely. And people can't yeah. see that. I mean, mm -mm. That, that, that's spot on. Mm -hmm. That's spot on. And, it was. But people don't want to hear that that's the problem no they sure did not want they, to fucking hear that let me tell you something jd they did not want to hear that at all <laughs> they were so mad one called me a liberal of i'm course. like hey look it's because they, they they need to be they need to be you know patted and, and tapped on the back and i can't with the extremes on the both sides the mm -hmm. the forever trumpers the you know ride or die like what he says is 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 whatever and mm -hmm. then you got the other side of it, which I don't think can logically think of anything. I can't do the extremes. I try to stay here and I try to stay open-minded, but you got it. And with, did you watch like snakes in the water was another one. I came out and was like, listen, mm -hmm. you guys stop. Like they're selling all of these concoctions of vitamins to get rid of the venom in your body that came from the water. And you've got no proof that this could even be possible other than you've got one guy that said it was. And, and, People didn't like that either. Like they were like, "Oh, but he's a kind. He's on this channel on Rumble, and yeah." Is that, I is get that, that. Was that the whole the water thing? Yeah. That, well, well, and watch so that's water. what it did. It targeted the QAnon people oh, because God. watch the water was a QAnon drop. And I said, "This is exactly what's happening. Is they're targeting <laughs> you, and you're going to go spend money on this and stop yeah. during." And another thing was like the with the 2000 meals, they were charging people to get in and they were like, well, they need to get paid for the, the amazing patriotic work that they did. Mm -hmm. No, 
if they've got proof that there was election odd fray, then everybody needs they need to put it on a jumbo screen in the middle of, of the most liberal area in the country yeah. and force these people to see it. Because yeah. right now the only people paying for it are, are your your conservatives. And well, it's it's yeah, it's completely sold out everywhere you go. It is. Which and is, that's great. And I'm glad they're making their money back. But the people that need to see it are not going to pay $20 to go see it. Yeah. This I'm, is the problem I have. The only reason why I want to watch it is because they contacted me to use some of my footage. And I want to see if they used my footage. Oh. I was like, yeah, absolutely, man. Dinesh, use as much footage as you want. Because, you know, I've been on his show before. So I, I was know. like, that's cool. You know, I'm not. I, I don't care about money. I don't. Mm-hmm. That's not my thing. So I, I get people freebies all the time, which I probably should stop. But that's <laughs> that's who I am, you know. Um, you, I, I got something cool too. Another cool thing to tell you. So we Please. were talking about. Yes. My, so with all of this nonsense going on here in my community, mm-hmm. um, me and my lead pastor, I, I convinced him to do this. But we are putting together July 23rd, as long as I'm not locked up or incarcerated. Okay. Um, we will be putting. It'll still go on, but I'm in charge of it. July 23rd here in Pensacola, we are doing a backpack drive and haircut. So it's our, oh, the, for the kiddos. Mm-hmm. So okay. our, our local fairgrounds, Pensacola fairgrounds gave us this huge place to do it for free. We're not paying a dime. Right. Okay. And we have right now, I have about 20 local barbers that are going to come and give their time that day to give free haircuts. Perfect. And, and we got, we've, our, our budget was 10,000 for the backpacks. We've gotten six of that 10,000 in a matter of two weeks. So we have okay. you know, 4,000 more, but it's going to be huge, man. And this is, again, this is something that I'm, I'm trying to do for my, you know, some people are, Oh, you're just doing it. Cause no, I, this is something I've wanted to do since I saw it in New Mexico. And I was like, this is definitely something other places can use. So we're going to reach about 1500 kids is our hopes. Um, Where can people donate for this? Do you have a link or are I you just taking, just send it to me and I'll, we, we do have I'll add link. it to the, yeah, we, I'll we add it to link. the description of this live so that if people want to donate, people love that kind of stuff. No, it's and great. We'll it's, uh, here in Pensacola, the kids need it. This is a, yeah. <clears throat> Pensacola is getting old and the kids are getting left behind. And there's a lot mm-hmm. of kids out here that just, they, they can't pay for a $20 haircut. You know what I mean? Right inflation is no joke and some people like me i have four kids right so i have right. to pick and choose getting a haircut sometimes or who's not that's why i don't cut my hair no more for obvious reasons but you know it, it some parents really can't do a 15 20 haircut and they definitely can't get um you know backpacks if, even if you go to walmart you get a backpack a simple backpack with school supplies that the schools always mandate on you like you need to bring this with you right you're looking anywhere from sixty to hundred dollars. Oh my God, we spent at least a hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. So how do you expect these underprivileged, you know, families and kids? Where again, Pensacola is a place where one side of the town is very rich, and you know, you have nuclear families, and then the other side of town is all the kids are being raised by grandma or Uncle right. Joe, right? So those are the kids that we're trying to take care of right before school starts. We're going to give them these backpacks, give them these free haircuts, give them a fresh start right before they go to school. So super cool that I finally get an opportunity to do something this big. I mean, we've gotten, we did get one of our uh, district guys, you know, the district congressman to uh, our congressman, our district guy, uh, Bergosh is his name. He's the one who donated half of it. As soon as we told him, he's like, Oh, let's do this. So it was really cool. It was really cool that we got it. But it is, it's community. It's it's here's the cool thing about it. It's our church is doing it, but we're not making it our church thing. We've actually reached out to other churches and they're jumping on board, too. So we're having all these different churches come together 
to put this together with volunteers giving out backpacks and haircuts because you got people in the churches who do haircuts too. Yeah. So it's it's going like for us, we're trying to make the church what it's supposed to be, which is the community, right? Right. So you can't do that if you're fighting other churches for the next best thing. So what you do is you figure out who has what and you collaborate and come together and you make it possible for everybody to get what they need through God. And that's how you do it, man. And uh, I'm super, I'm super excited for it because, uh, you know, we haven't even put it out. We haven't even put out our, like our, our, our big thing saying what we're doing on the radio stations or nothing yet, Mm -hmm. but we've already got so many people that are just like, I mean, we've got hundreds of people already just like, we want to be a part of this. Where do we get the backpacks? We do this. Once, once the public actually knows this is happening and our local radio stations grab hold of this and all that, it's Mm going to be a lot bigger than we even expect. So, I was going to say, I bet if you contact some like local food vendors and stuff, there'll be people that show up, put up little booths, hand so out we, little snack bags and stuff. So oh, we yeah. have, we, we have actually one of the, one of the churches, one of their things is they, they do a food drive and they give out food. So they're going to come and do it there. Oh, gonna, JD, so you're that's get, so awesome. Yeah. So they're yeah. going to get free food, free haircuts. You're going to get uh free backpacks. And we, we have, we have a couple local um, like food trucks. We, we have a spot only for about three or four food trucks. And there's these new up and coming local food shops that, you know, they, they were struggling through COVID. We're giving right. them that, we're giving them that spot to come and sell whatever they got, because again, right. nobody has to pay for a spot. So we're just like, dude, this is a perfect opportunity for everybody to one, get known through your community and two, not, not have to drop a dime on renting a spot to show, you know, who you are and what you got. So it's, it's huge. The place is going to be, uh, my thing is what, what sucks for me is like, I, I'm always, I always go back to the whole, mindset of pictures and videos and how this is gonna be cool right but, but i'm running it so i don't get to right. be you can't so do now, that so you don't I gotta, that guy. I gotta find i gotta find a crew of people who might be able to run through and, and get some cool footage and stuff for us so super that's excited pretty, about it that and, is that's uh, amazing yeah it's well that that leads me like i had i had a i had a question i had another question too that and we're we're at about 10 minutes to our hour but with everything that's going on with you, and I know, like we talked about earlier, you've got, you know, you have a wife and you got four kids. How, how has this affected them? Like, they have a lot of anxiety, both everything with J6 and then everything that's going on, just all the stuff, or are they rolling through it pretty good? Have they been pretty supportive? Yeah, no, I know, your, I know your wife has. Yeah, yeah your, wife, like, your wife's awesome. She, uh, you know, we, we struggled. We struggled last mm-hmm. year. Um, with you know identity in, in in church and everything else because my wife mm-hmm. grew up there, um, but we've definitely uh, as a couple, as a married couple, we've grown tremendously, like even more. I didn't realize that we can. Right. I didn't. I didn't realize that we could get closer or or just have the power of everywhere we go. Like, and I'm and not. Too, I'm not too much. Everywhere we go, people call us a power couple because the way we present ourselves and the way the way we present ourselves uh, is no different in person or in front of a camera. Like we, you get, you get 100% of both of us. So at church, people come to us for advice. I mean, we have leaders that come talk to us. We have people that's, that are just by our presence, their day gets better because what we bring. Right. And that's what we, that's what we strive to do. But we've been through so much that we understand, you know, we're, because remember when we went through this, we didn't have a church or we didn't have people because the people that were in our church were our best friends and our friends that turned their backs on us. So we went from this, all this godly stuff to all of a sudden, like, where did everybody go? And now we're the bad people. And now we're not Christians because you think something of some man. Right. And so we went through a lot, right? We, again, these identities, you know, through the church, like maybe we aren't good Christians. Maybe we're this, you know, to now we're, you know, we know our identity. We know we're good. Mm-hmm. 
and it's easy for us to walk through that. And people seeing what we've been through. So when we see somebody walking through something, we're like, we got you. We know how you can get through this, Uh, you know, whether it's talking to them, being with them, whatever it may be. But it's easy for us to do. And um, again, we've had leaders in the church come to us and like, you guys went through this last year. We're going through it now. What's the process? What do we do? You know, let's pray about it and then let's go into the, you know, what we have to do is, is, you know, to, to move away from all this and be okay with what people are saying about us and all the other stuff. So the kids, Plus, that, that was, well, and that was kind of my next question too. Like, do you ever struggle with calling your, like calling yourselves a Christian? Like, and I don't, cause I don't call myself a Christian and mm-hmm. it's not, it's not that I don't think I am one and I don't, I don't believe in all, I, I have Christian values, mm-hmm. but it's because I, I have seen far too many people who call themselves Christian, they have it in their bio, they have, like, mm-hmm. who are just not good people. <laughs> like, yeah. who are just not, like, do not live the Christian, like, they they talk the Christian talk, mm-hmm. but they don't walk the Christian walk. And so it's like, I don't even want to associate myself with any kind of, I guess, like, denomination when it comes to that, because, right. you know, do, do, have you ever struggled with that ever, you or your wife or... You just no. say it, just stop. That's that's like, it, right? Those those people though, those are the people that were attacking us, right? That's what I'm saying. Like they have know. Christians all over their bios and right. God this and God that and do good by your wife and blase blase. When they're doesn't that bother watching. you? That would bother me. It'd be like it, that's it, not very Christian, like you trash. But, and but and that's the thing though. Like the one thing that does bother me is when other Christians tell other Christians that they're not Christians. You know what I mean? Like you you're not walking what I'm walking through. You don't get to label me, right? Like I know. I know my walk, just like you said, you have Christian values, but you don't consider yourself a Christian. That's okay. Right. right? Because right. you still have your biblical sound uh, on certain areas and you know, things, but uh, you still believe in God and all that, you know, whatever. Um, you don't have to give yourself a title. Jesus doesn't care about that. He doesn't. God doesn't care about that. Titles are just titles. Man, men give, man has given people titles and that's what, right. that's what the world struggles with right now. Right. That, that's, oh God, I know. that's what everybody deals I've, with. But Everybody's a patriot. Everybody's As, a liberal. Yeah. yeah. I've always had to like keep moving stuff around. I'm like, dang it, I can't say it anore because the way I feel. But I just, as as a I Christian, don't say it anymore. as a yeah. Christian, I can't stand it when other Christians are like, you're not Christian. Oh, that's Christian like of you. Like you're 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 being a hypocrite. So right. I, I got I got into it a while back with uh with a couple famous Christians on on Instagram. I'll I'm pretty sure you remember who they were. But they were they were coming after everybody, and I'm just like, look, you know. I don't, I follow him, but I don't care for what they're doing right now. All, you know, I, I literally said, this guy has so much potential, but he talks down about everybody and claims to be a Christian and a, and a believer in God, but he's not living the way Christians would. So I'm not, right. you know, they're, they're fueled off of hate right now right. and they came after me and I'm like, yeah. you guys are doing exactly what I said you guys did. Right. Like, I, Thanks there was for proving no, my point. And that's what we said. Everybody saw it. Everybody yeah. was just like, you're proving JD's point. Like, and then someone's just like, you need to just deal with your wife. Like, first off, I don't know you. You don't know me. Why are you bringing my wife into what I said? You're like, just, you're just digging your hole deeper, man. So, you know, it, when, when, when Christians tell other Christians, well, you're not a real Christian. It's because they're struggling in their own walk with Christianity. Right. And right? I try to, I try to remember that. Like, I try, and this happens. And the reason I even bring this up, because we are, we, we, probably a little more political right now still but that's what that's who came after me with the 2000 meals it were these patriots who have you know patriot christian patriot and it's like 
they are coming after they are coming after me and and just going and i'm like well that's not very christian like like what are you doing (laughs) and and but their whole videos too was about hating on the left and hating the liberals and calling them sheep and calling them names and i'm like i I gotta wait like i don't i never really got into that anyway but we the people means everybody and and being a christian and 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 understanding and feeling the love of god and and or the universe or whatever it is source it's all the same that includes everybody everybody deserves Mm -hmm. to eat everybody deserves to eat just even if they don't agree with you even if they don't i can't read that from here I'm trying to do a show. <laughs> Can we have a snack? Did you ask your dad? That's Go ask crazy. your dad. And when he says no, let me know. Because then I say no too. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh uh, no, that's that's the that's the life of a parent. I love okay. it. Okay. Yes, I will be out in a hello, everybody. Oh man. We're gonna have to get one of those signs on the door that says recording. On um, air, yeah, it turns on red. on air signs. I'm gonna get one of those. I'm I completely no. lost my train of thought. That's okay. We're at the top of our hour. Uh, JD, do you want to do you want to leave? I want to schedule you again. You're, I want to schedule you after your hearing. I have faith. I think you're gonna. I think you're gonna be fine. And and if you're not, then we will donate um, some money from the show to your commissary, and we'll make sure you get some. some good there stuff. we go. There we go. Yeah, I got you, I got your six either way, buddy. Um, <laughs> but I think you're gonna be just fine. And we're we're gonna keep you in our prayers and positive uh, thoughts for sure. Uh, so I want to schedule you for after that date, but. Do you want to leave everybody with a little something before we call this a night? You know, it's funny. I had something and I forgot. Yeah, that's I, well. That's where I'm I, at now. I don't even know what we were doing. I had, I had something I wanted to say, and I was just like, "This sure. is good." I forgot, guys. But I do appreciate coming back on the show. It's it's been well, good. We, well, you we can have, say it next time. I will, <laughs> if I remember. I remember. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure it was. Uh, it was pretty good though. Write it down. When you remember, write it down, and we'll we'll have you back on, and we'll 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 say it then. That'll be the best thing. Yeah. Well, so. All right. Well. Write them all down. If we're just gonna do it with that, you guys, I'm gonna wrap this up. JD, thank you so much for coming back on. It's always a pleasure. I'm yes. like I said, we're gonna get you scheduled to come back on again. And you guys, thank you for being here and watching. I love your faces as always. Today's Wednesday. Tomorrow's Thursday. So tomorrow morning we are live with Queen of the Flock at 8 a.m. Central Standard Time. And we're going to talk about growth. And we're going to talk about growth on a on a, on a a spiritual, physical, humanity level. And then we're going to talk about growth on maybe more of a uh, life level. I don't, I'm not really sure where I'm going to go with that yet. But that just sprung to me a little while back. So growth hey, tomorrow. Yes. Remember, you if, remember you, if you no, no. But if you guys don't follow me. I'm on Instagram as the JD Rivera and TikTok as the JD Rivera. So if you have to follow follow me, come follow me, guys. Yes, go follow him. You're not shadow banned like we are. So no, I'm not shadow banned. I'm 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 doing pretty solid. You do. I'm doing pretty. I'm gonna put. I'll put JD's uh, social links in the description of this live. So if you're watching it after the fact, you'll be able to find him down there. And that's it, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you guys. I love your faces. We'll see you in the morning. Goodbye.